Welcome to another edition of Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And we're coming back with a zombies episode. And just to recap where we left off the last time, Todd has Brett and Dave from HK2 deploy to scouts on top of the strip mall. Uh, he and the rest of HK1 went to the gas station to wait and uh, as backup if in case they were needed. Um, during the during the scouting session, a security team came and did a little bit more of a thorough sweep than they usually did. Uh, Todd was concerned by this. He summoned the uh, the other four HK members to replace him, and he and the rest of HK1 are on their way to the town to meet with with Ray, the mayor, and talk about this latest development. So, Todd, HK3 has shown up to relieve you. Uh, you and HK1 are rolling out. Are you stopping at the camp first, or are you heading right to the town? No, I want to get right to the town. I need to get this um, straightened out and see what we're what we're doing in terms of getting everything straight, because they haven't made any overt uh, gestures of violence towards us, but they also don't hopefully know we're here, so that they really couldn't in terms of possibly attacking the camp but i want to i want to shore things up and i want to get things moving with uh the mayor and i want to get uh the extra people in the camp to start rolling and i want to make up some more hk teams based on uh who they have available and also start back building the back of the camp back working into the the forest so that's that's my plan so i I just want to get that ball rolling and i want to get them you know, in convoys to get that done. I also want it done during the day to limit anyone seeing like uh, headlights or anything else, you know, during the night. Plus it's, it's a lot more difficult for security at night. So I want to get uh, everything rolling in terms of the, the town and getting everything short up there. And I also want to start working on getting everything, uh, a presence shown in the town, even if it's, you know, a, a skeleton crew, which is what I kind of plan on. But I also want the, the town as kind of our first line of defense from the other opposite end of someone coming at us. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Heading towards the mayor. Okay. So you've radioed that you're coming. They're going to be ready for you. As you approach the town, it's about a 45-minute drive. You can see there, there's a flurry of activity. They have vehicles kind of out. Just People are, I wouldn't call it chaotic, but there's a constant pace of people just kind of gathering, building materials, and loading them into vehicles to uh, ready the first convoy to bring to camp for all the new building supplies. You see all kinds of like uh, sheets of plywood. It looks like a bunch of tools, hardware, that kind of thing. You kind of pull, you see a group, you pull over, you ask them where the mayor is. They say that they're in the police station. So you, you go up to the police station, you go into the lobby and someone's there waiting for you and they uh, direct you up to the second floor conference room. Mm-hmm. As you get up there, you find the mayor and the police captain uh, sitting there having a discussion waiting for you. I'm going to be like, Mr. Mayor, uh, Mr. Police Captain, we need to talk. I don't know what the situation is with this other group, but we need to get a coordinated plan together on this. And then I'm going to sit down at the conference table, ask them if they have any uh, tea or soda or anything that I could get a drink because I'm parched. And then uh, wait for them to start is, the conversation. Um, is all of HK1 with you, or did you just go up by yourself? No, I'm going to, I want Gary and Tom to uh, still stay at the vehicle. I'm going to bring Jake with me as backup. 
Hopefully I don't need backup. I'm just going to have Jake with me just in case, you know, I need him. And I also kind of want to witness to, you know, everything that's going on to also, you know, relay the information to the rest of the camp if I can't or if I don't feel like it. So we have someone else there. So it's me and Jake and then Ray and then the police captain. So the police captain extends his hand out to you guys and introduces himself as Greg. He didn't have a lot of time to talk to you during the last time you were there because it was more about combat. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's Greg. He's the captain of the police and he was leading the um, SWAT team as well. So uh, they said they have a few. So they have soda still. And um, uh, excellent. Excellent. My, I, my Coca-Cola addiction is still very high, even in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, you might want to kick that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I do, but you know, just because I've eventually, got... eventually production is going to run out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll, then I'll have to go through withdrawal of the Coca-Cola for my system. But while it's there, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to drink it as much as I possibly can. All right. So somebody's going to bring up some food and some drinks for you guys to uh, munch on while you talk. As I get, you give them the rundown of the, the latest security measure you ran into. So you kind of explain how the security detail doubled in size and they, they got out of the vehicles and did a more thorough search. The mayor's just kind of pondering this and the police captain, uh, Greg, he more questioning like, this is the first time you've noticed this. It's it's a deviation. He asks kind of how often you you've encountered these patrols, and you tell him it's it seems to be every like three or four hours. So he's kind of of the opinion that you need to kind of wait and see if they keep doing these increased measures or if it was kind of just a one off. Yeah, I'm gonna basically say to the mayor and to the police captain. I kind of <clears throat> because the police captain's familiar with the SWAT team and everything. I kind of want him to set up the the kind of phantom unit that I want in in the town. And, you know, I basically want everyone on on rooftops. I don't want them standing up like they're obvious targets, but I want them obviously looking out. And if he could uh, get a schedule up with his people to do that. I also want to talk to them both about, you know, our alliance and the fact that you know, we're we're very secure in terms of making sure no one's infected. So, you know, the first group of people, I want them, you know, in the tennis courts for at least two days. And if he's okay with that, and if he can explain that to his people, just to make sure that no one else is infected. Once we get everyone cleared, you know, obviously they, they will just merge into the natural camp surroundings and we can start and start everyone building. But I, I do want to have that issue where segregating the people basically to make sure that they're not infected. Obviously, we're going to check everyone before they come into the camp to see that there's no bite marks or anything else or they're not sick or anything, you know, that type of uh, nature. I just want to make sure that they relay this to their people. It's not that we don't trust them, but we have to be safe for everyone's safety. So I wanted that first, but I also want to get this rolling as soon as possible and uh, get everything up. And I also want to get a couple of more HK teams and I need to know who's going to be available. Uh, I, you know, eventually once this is all up and running, I don't know if it's going to take, hour you know days or weeks depending on how many people you know we have going back and forth in terms of the camp but i want to get everything set up just to make sure everything's safe because you know if we have one infected person if we just let them in 
and they're infected, it could destroy everything. So I, I want to, you know, point that out to them. If they want to do smaller groups, we can do that. But I also want to get their HK team set up first. So um, we have more backup in case we need it. Because I don't know what's going to come of this other group, unknown group. And then I'm going to hand it off to the mayor and the police captain, Greg, and see what he says. They don't, they don't mind the quarantine procedure. They think it's a good, a good policy to have because it's better to be safe than sorry. But so I think they're, they're going to want to just kind of extend the process. And since people are going to have to be in quarantine and, and maybe send like groups of like 10 at a time to quarantine, mm-hmm. that way they can all, they can have a steady force uh, working on stripping the town of materials. Yeah. I, I, um, and I, that sounds like a good plan. I'd want, whatever they're doing in terms of their HK teams first before we do even families or anything else, because we have to get our defenses up through quarantine and everything else. So we're ready at a moment's notice. Greg says that he has a few officers from the SWAT team that he could have form a team that that could deploy immediately. He wants Mm -hmm. to keep some of his cops there for security and um, they'd have to ask, you know, for volunteers from the rest of the townsfolk. Okay, but, but he's you know he said there's a lot of able-bodied people. He's confident that that he could find a, a another couple teams. There's a lot of out you know people have a a lot of hobbyists for outdoorsmen and hunting and everything. So there's a lot of people in the town that have shooting experience, right? Which will ultimately be helpful for us, um, whether we're fighting other people or we're fighting zombies. So, but I you know I would like to get at least two. HK team set up and in quarantine as soon as possible. They can ride back with us once we ride back to the town. And he said he can definitely send the one back with you right away. Okay. So Uh, that'll be uh, HK team number four. And do we have names on those and what they do? Uh, Yep. So these are all police officers. Okay. They're all police, which is good. They have uh, firearms experience. Okay. So you have... I don't have the last names written down yet, but uh, Mark, Mark, Danny, Mike, and Chris are the four officers that are can deploy with you right away. Mark, Danny, Mike, and Chris. Mike. I didn't hear the mic. All right. So I am going to, once we're done talking, I'm going to leave with those four so we can get them into quarantine. I think we're going to have to set up like a tent or something uh, to like strip everybody down just to make sure no one has any bites or anything else before we put them into quarantine. And uh, you, you were using a cabin for like a medical hut for that. Okay. So when, when they're ready, we'll go. But I also want, if they have like 10 to 15 people that they can take with us, that we can also go so we can get at least the ball rolling on the quarantines. If they have that, if they're available and if they had the vehicle for it to give us like 10 to 15 people um, to he- start the quarantine. Cause I, like I said, I want to do a 48 hour uh, holdover just to make sure no one's well, since it, since it's news. already kind of late in the afternoon he's asking if they can just start that in the morning he'll send the first batch over with the first wave of materials okay all right yeah we can definitely do that so i am unless he's got anything else for me i'm going to head out with our hk team four and get them all ready at the back at the camp in terms of going through checks 
uh, in our medical cabin and then uh, put them in the, the tennis courts under guard for the next 48 hours just to make sure that they're not infected. You know, I'm assuming they're not, but we don't really know how this is, this is spread or not. But I'm hoping that 48 hours is sufficient time to determine if someone is infected or not. Okay. Um, Greg is just going to ask you to keep him informed of uh, any more changes on the security patrol so that he can kind of advise you from there. Okay. Yeah, that's not a problem. He also he pulls out his radio and makes a call to the officers and tells them to uh, head down to the motor pool. And uh, he, he asks if you can meet them there because uh, he has a surprise for you. Oh, I got a surprise. Yep. Hopefully it's a good surprise. All right, so I'll I'll head out with Jake, and we'll uh, see what Greg's got for us. All right, so uh, Greg takes you down to the motor pool. You find the four officers there. They, they already have, like, a bags packed with mm-hmm. their gear. They seem to kind of be expecting this. Right. Uh, they're waiting by a police SUV. Greg says... Uh, the mayor told me or told me you were interested in some motorcycles. Yeah, he says. Yeah, we have a we have a few of them. Said you needed them for uh, to do advanced scouting missions. So uh, Mark and Danny are going to ride two two motorcycles back to camp or back to your nice. camp with you guys. Nice. So you All now right. have a police SUV and two police motorcycles, as well as the full uh, or four fully armed officers that are making up HK four. Excellent, excellent. This this is definitely shaping up to be a good alliance here. Hopefully we can survive the zombie apocalypse because I I still worry in the coming weeks or months of the undead coming out of the major metropolitan areas in terms of Philly and Harrisburg and Pittsburgh and all that. Not necessarily if they're coming our direction, but you never know. So I really want to just firm up everything before we get uh, nailed uh, by them. That sounds like a solid plan. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're going to take HK4 or the new newly minted HK4 back to camp to begin quarantine. Yes. Uh, you make it back to camp in a half hour. It's now about 5 p.m. So it's starting to get kind of dark out. You've had HK2 scouting on the roof for like all day at this point. Mm-hmm. Do you want them to swap out with a couple members of HK3 and come back? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I I don't want people on there more than eight hours just because the fatigue is going to get to them. So I definitely want everyone switched out and I want, you know, them to rest, you know, while they can and just swap out hopefully every eight hours uh, and hopefully before there's any other patrols from the other group. So, yeah, for sure. I'm going to swap them out. All right. So uh, Brett and Dave are going to swap with Jared and Terry. And they're um, they're going to cu- they're going to rest in the gas station. Uh, John and Chuck stay up, stay on alert as backup still to uh, Jared and Terry. OK, perfect. So you get back to camp. Um, <clears throat> you you take HK4 over to the tents. They go uh, through the inspection and they have some bumps and bruises, but no no bite marks or scratches or anything. Okay, good. So they're uh, set to go into quarantine for their 24 or 48 hours. 48 hours, yeah. 48 tennis hours. Tennis courts? Okay. Okay, so they're heading right over to the tennis courts, and I guess we'll wrap it up there. All right. All right, so nothing so, crazy happened yet. Nothing crazy, but you've, you've made a few gains. Yep, definitely, definitely. 
Yeah, so, I'm excited about the motorcycles because I um I definitely want to have as as time goes on more and more motorcycles just because I think they're more versatile. Motorcycles and or dirt bikes. Dirt bikes preferable, obviously, because we're in the mountains. Um motorcycles are good for the roads, but I don't want to um have them going over over land unless necessary. So I'm we're definitely going to be on the lookout for more motorcycles and more dirt bikes uh, just to um, scout uh, further, quicker, faster, and more stealthy. Okay. All right. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd Young Nerd and keep listening to us um, how you listen to us, whatever podcasting site. And yeah, we're on everything. Everything. Literally. Just about. Yeah. Um, Unless so, there's something new, and then I'll find that, and then I'll uh, get us on there, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As always, I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And remember, normal, normal is, is the, the new boring. boring. Thanks for joining us, folks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>